You're stupid. Okay, that that's better. That took a while. I man, I've wasted so much time. I'm always wasting time every morning. I'm always making it out like it's someone else's responsibility. Like I find myself saying things like, "Oh, I'm running out of time," or "Oh, I need time for editing," and that's my fault. I'm supposed to be the one here getting early. Still, today's a good day because there's no, like, we're overcast. There's so many clouds over here that the sun isn't shining through, so I can have my headphones on for as long as possible without sweating, which is great. Weird, but great. Because, because, when I'm recording, I have these headphones on for monitoring because it's great for monitoring. I could use headphones, like earphones, but I don't have earphones. I have headphones. I mean, I have earphones, but they don't work right. So... I, I could have, well, anyway, I put them on and they have those, um, those cushiony thingies on the sides, the cushions, and those cushions are like a fake leather. So they make you sweat around the ears after prolonged usage and prolonged usage is more like just 10 to 15 minutes, which sucks. But I mean, maybe that's just me, probably just me. So enough talking about my sweat. Um, I have something to show everyone. And hopefully, I, I think the monitoring should work. The monitoring should work while I'm out of the app um, because the recording does. So I'm going to get out of the app. And then if it screws with me, I'll get back and then we'll figure something else out for the day. But I want to show you something that I found. Oh, it works. Yes, that I found because of someone else on a different um, semi podcast. Uh, and it's probably already been covered. I'm pretty sure it's been covered by people such as Ben Shapiro. And I think it has because I think I found it on his um, uh, daily daily wire thing as well. But what it is, is a, uh, a title to a post called An Eviction Crisis is Coming. We Need to Treat Housing as a Right by Candace Mallet or Malay or whatever you pronounce her name. So the reason why I wanted to bring this one up specifically is because... This is the mindset of people in my generation. So I'm a millennial and so are everyone that I know, like personally, most everyone that I know and socialize with personally are millennials. Um, I've always, always been the person to be in a group of older than me people because I like associating with people that are more mature than I am because it puts me on a more mature state than anyone else that I'm surrounded by. And that just, it makes me feel more mature by proxy. So, what I wanted to talk about with this article is the the mentality of this person. I don't even wanna talk about the article because that's been covered in depth by Ben Shapiro and by the other podcast hosts. His name is, uh, uh, what was his name? Nate, Nate Marino. He's um, 
he's got a YouTube channel, Treading on Serpents. Or no, sorry, it's Sound the Battle Cry. It was Treading on Serpents before. Uh, it's Sound the Battle Cry, if you wanted to look it up. It's about communism and Marxism and its uh, rise in America and um, a biblical refutation of that stance and how we should look at it biblically. So if you wanted to check that out, you could do that. I'm probably going to do some more work on this episode and put that link in the podcast just to further his reach. Uh, in case anyone is listening to this one too, which some people are actually starting to, mostly because I've recommended just checking out the audio quality, but still people are listening. So that's good. So um, the mindset just by the title, because I know I should be reading into more of it other than the title, and I have read some more in the background, but still just by the title, housing is not a right. Never, ever has housing been a right. It's not a right. You don't have a right. It's not a it's not a right given to you by government to have a home to have some place to lay your head for some reason my generation i have an idea for the reason but for some reason my generation millennials have elected to give everything every freedom every opportunity to achieve something on their own to the government they've elected to let the government do every single thing for them from housing to universal basic income, the things as small as negotiating their pay wage by, you know, giving a um, universal minimum wage. So that's a problem in my book. In my book, that's a big problem. I don't agree with the government being able to dictate everything that I do. I'm more libertarian in that way, but not so libertarian that I want a complete tear down of government that's not that's not possible and it's not even it shouldn't happen all right but it's still it's still the mindset that i'm on right now that people of my generation are way too easy it's way too easy for them to decide to say hey government take everything that i have and do what you think is best in my best interest and i'll just reap the benefits because i had to do no work that's that's what I believe is the mentality behind it. It's a lazy mentality. Everything has been so easy. It's we're spoon fed society here in America. We are a well, the younger the youth are a spoon fed society. Everyone else that came before us worked incredibly hard to give us a society in which pretty much everything can be spoon fed to us. There's almost no work to be done. I mean, there's work to be done. I work in framing. I work 12 hour days. There's work to be done. But everything that that usually would would require you to work hard for is so easy to come by that it's essentially being spoon fed to you. That's why I called it the spoon fed society. Nothing. You know what? The title of this one, this episode is going to be spoon fed society. Perfect. I like that. So moving on. Um, he goes into way more detail on this article and other articles like it. And there's another article she put up about masks that I want to uh, go over again um, tomorrow. And that's that's what's going to happen for tomorrow. But I wanted to bring up something that I did yesterday. So yesterday I got um, a thought, a thought came into my mind and it was, I don't know, it's kind of like an overpowering thought. Something that was like, hey, do this and don't not do this whatever just do this and don't ask questions there it is do this don't ask questions so i had a thought after reading the uh weekly newsletter from the government of washington that tells you how you should respond to the coronavirus pandemic which is kind of strange them telling you how to respond to the coronavirus pandemic and trying to make it 
a, um, a government mandate on how you need to respond. It's just strange to me. But, I mean, it's not strange. It's Washington. But, uh, what I was trying to get at is... I, I finished reading that, and something came up under religious gatherings. They updated the uh, terminology, the vernacular, under the uh, Safe Start program for religious organizations and their activities. And the rules are just, just compiling. It's not that they're making changes, removing, editing. They're just compiling rules and then saying, be sure to follow the rules we set beforehand. So I thought, you know what? There's so many things here. There's so much crap that is not feasible for a church gathering it, they even try and dictate an in-home gathering so it doesn't sound right that sounds completely unconstitutional to me so i thought i thought you know what let me call the local sheriff's office and see what their opinion is on it now i called completely unprepared to speak to the sheriff so i oh there's there it is i talked too long and the iso came through the end of show still okay i'll, I'll edit that uh, I talked to the sheriff, and I was unprepared to even ask the question, so he was waiting for a more informed question, and I didn't give him a good enough one, so it was kind of a roundabout where I kept trying to rephrase myself on the fly, which was not what the sheriff wanted, and it's not like he gave me attitude. He was a very, very, you know, good guy. He gave me the best answer he possibly could for the uh, half-baked questions I would ask him, but in the end... He, he tried to give me an answer that would kind of, you know, answer every question I might have at once. And his answer was, listen, what we try to do is we try and educate the public. That's what that's what our role is currently as uh, police officers during this this uh, pandemic. Our role is to try and educate the public on how to best follow the mandate given out by the governor. Everything that's that's going on about masks right now is being passed down from him. So our best, uh, the thing we can do best right now is to educate the public on how to better comply with the order. And that's, that's it. So he, having said that, he says, we're not the mask police. We're not the enforcement police. And I was like, oh, okay, perfect. Okay. I mean, that makes sense. I already talked to two officers outside of Cafe Rio over here and asked them the same question. And they said the same thing. We're not going to enforce it. You know, like, do what you think is best. It Wear your mask. Wear your mask. But don't feel a block. Don't feel like you're forced to do it. Go ahead and wear it. If that if that makes you feel better, go ahead and do it. Now, I heard an analogy just to just to kind of tie this in here. I heard an analogy. An analogy. Jeez, I stutter too much. I heard an analogy about... Uh, mask wearing cloth mask wearing specifically but pretty much any other mask since even like i said before n95 masks are hard enough to stop the it's hard enough to stop this thing because they're not even official but mask wearing in general if it's a cloth mask you trying to stop the coronavirus with your cloth mask either from you or from someone else is like trying to stop a mosquito from flying through a chain link fence and that was just perfect that was just a great analogy so the mental imagery was just so accurate i loved it I mean, it's probably less accurate than real life, but it's just, it puts it into perspective. So it's great. Um, and I like that. I like it a lot. Um, leading up though, on what I did with that phone call with the sheriff, I called him and I tried, I tried to record the, the phone call, but it didn't work out. Excuse me. It didn't work out. 
and that's a problem for me. I really don't like the fact that it didn't work out. So I had a thought and I'm going to act on it. I already did kind of. I am going to call local legislation in Washington to better inform myself on their duties, their roles, and what they plan to do in the local area. So in the county, in Spokane County, uh, district, I think it's district four, the one that I'm in, because I'm going to be moving to Liberty Lake soon here in, uh, in the Eastern Washington area. I'm going to be trying to become more active in the political sphere. Not, not where I'm going to be that social pariah who just sticks everyone for their political views. It's more just educating myself so I'm more informed. I want to be the informed citizen, the informed voter. I don't want to have my voting decision based on how flashy someone's sign is. I want to be more involved in that regard. So I got a hold of a, of a lady out here. And when I say lady, uh, just so I can make the, dis the distinction here. When I say lady, I mean the female equivalent of a gentleman. So I called a lady, uh, her name is Beva, and she's going to help get me in contact with local legislation in the Spokane area. So I can either sit down and have a conversation with them, which is all the more reason to get a better microphone, or uh, have an over the phone conversation with them just to be educated. So these podcasts, I'm gonna have to wake up extra early for, or stay a little bit extra after uh, to record these ones. But those are gonna be some future episodes coming where I'm interviewing local uh, positions of government, people who are in local positions of government. I'm. I'm happy for that opportunity. I called her. She said, anytime I want uh, to make the call, give her a call and she'll help me out. So soon enough, um, I think the first possible recording date is going to be the 26th. So soon enough, I'm going to start interviewing people, which is just a massive step. And all it took was a phone call. So I'm going to start calling some more people and hopefully I can get some more people uh, to do some interviews. Who knows? I actually got another guy um, from the No Agenda crew not crew, but the, the followers of the No Agenda podcast. I got one of these guys, uh, Sir Chris Wilson. Uh, he he got me onto, the, uh, I can't even remember how to pronounce the app name, Jitsu or something like that. He got me on one of these apps that is for um, uh, collaboration and uh, uh, audio recording video. It's, it's like a conferencing app where you can chat and you can do all that stuff. And it's super high quality audio. I mean, super high, as high as uh, uh, you can get with over over the internet communications whatever a phone call essentially it's it's voice over ip but still it's great so i'm going to start using that as well and recording them uh, throwing them through GarageBand to do some post processing on it it won't be as clean as it is now or once i get the lav mic because this is all on board all current all uh, on the fly editing but still it'll be great enough to put into the podcast with some interviews. I'm gonna I'm gonna really enjoy this moving forward and hopefully this expands the audience a little bit more to where maybe I can start informing people and not just making this a diary. So um, this one's trailing and that's my fault again, but I'm going to um, get out of here. And uh, now that I have a plan for the, the week and the weeks coming up and everything else moving forward, I think this is gonna start becoming a better podcast. So I'm gonna leave it at this and um, talk to you guys later yeah yeah that was a good one please share my podcast and give me five stars